Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host. I am Tenant Michael. And if you are a longtime listener or a first timer, we would like to embrace you with open arms either way. Oh, so you want to embrace virgins, is what you're saying. Virgins? You think our listeners... Oh, come on. First timers, Mike. Virgins to the podcast. I misunderstood what you said there. Well... um, I'd say, actually, though, now that you bring it up, I'd say that probably 80% of our listeners uh, have uh, made love, and uh, that would leave, I guess, 20% who are in the actual virgin uh, category. You think it's 20%, huh? I'd say so, yeah. People I talk to on the street. Yeah. I think it might be higher. Really? Well, no offense, Mike, but your vibe is kind of a... You're not exactly a vibe that's going to attract a lot of, you know, quote-unquote players out there. All right. Well, uh, listeners, settle this for us. If you've ever had sex before, uh, please tweet us. Yeah. At LT Podmess on Twitter. Yeah, tweet is a Y or an N. Y means you have, and means you have not. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're off to a nice start on this episode. Rip roaring start, Mike. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. People a bit don't of a... know we don't plan those little things, those little little first conversations off the top. No, no, they're it's it's they sound written, right? They sound like they sound scripted, scripted, absolutely. But no, they're just off the top of our heads. This you know? is us doing a Wayne Brady or yeah. you know Drew Carey. Whose line? Imagine if we got Wayne Brady as a guest on this show one well, time. Well, let's get on it. Uh, Wayne, we've, you've been singing for three hours. We need to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Um, Mike and I are, uh, are your hosts. Mm-hmm. And uh, how are you doing, Mike? How's everything going? It's a spooky time of year. It's a spooky time of year right now because um, uh, Halloween is just around the corner, actually. Absolutely. And so, every- have you got a pumpkin, sir? Ah, uh, yes, I do. I've not begun carving it yet, though. I'm going to wait uh, a few more days. Imagine if pumpkins uh, are alive and we don't know it. This would be their oh, least favorite time God. of year because we'd be carving their face. Imagine I'm going to put a microphone up to the pumpkin when I carve it, and maybe we'll hear this. Ah, for the love of God! <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, a good movie. Um, that someone can make. But yeah, everywhere you go these days, every business, every pub, every club is decorated for Halloween. I um, I actually uh, found myself in a British pub uh, just earlier in the week, and it was decorated for Halloween with all the usual suspects. You know, it had cobwebs with a big plastic spider. It had a Frankenstein and a Dracula, you know, all to make the pub seem scary. And I was thinking, gosh, guys... Uh, this British pub, if you want to make it actually look scary, use something from actual British culture. Put up a big mannequin of uh, like someone like Jimmy Savile or something, right? Because he's a real... Uh, well, first of all, he's a British person, no longer with us, but he, he's actually scary. Forget spiders and creatures. Well, thanks for bringing that topic up, Mike. You know, God forbid we'd go two episodes without that coming up. <clears throat> well, just a thought. You know, setting a fun tone for yeah. our fun episode. Have you decorated uh, the old bachelor pad for Halloween? I don't do decorating. Really? No. 
Not even no. a little a ghost hanging or a goblin or something? No single socialite stud would decorate for a holiday. Think about in movies, whenever you see a Mel Gibson type me, you know what I mean? Like a okay. like a bachelor Mel Gibson type. Yeah. He doesn't have little a Christmas tree up or a you know a goblin head on his wall. He hmm. he's he's too preoccupied with other stuff to worry about decorations. That's does, me. Does Mel Gibson's character in Lethal Weapon have a goblin head on the wall? I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Remember, I think he lived in a a trailer. Trailer. That's a real thing too. Houseboats, trailers. Yeah. Because the guys are so obsessed, frankly, with babes. And I guess drinking and their jobs that they can't even bother getting a house. Yeah. Like Gene Hackman in The French Connection, too. He had a total shit apartment. Get a maid. That's the thing with those characters. Yeah. You're so obsessed with your job, drinking, and getting girls. Oh, I guess I have a house. I don't know. Oh, do I? Oh, I guess I'm... Yeah, I I forget. Hmm. You know who should... Because he's having a tough time in his career right now. And you just mentioned he lived in a trailer in Lethal Weapon. You know, who I'd love to see join the cast of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> None other than Mel friggin' Gibson. Really? Imagine Mel and Bubbles having some adventures. Yeah, to- I could see that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I could see that. It's interesting how Mel is just back in showbiz. Yeah. Said he- a few rude things, yes. and uh, yeah. he's okay now. He's back, and everyone loves him, and everyone's forgiven him. <laughs> I guess that scandal was just so many scandals ago. So many things have happened since then in Hollywood. It's kind of like, well. Yeah. Everyone loves Mel now. (sighs) Yeah. So Mike and I, uh, you may remember, we had a little competition going. A friendly competition. Well, maybe. Where we were going to wear our Halloween costumes for the whole month. Take them for a real test run, work out all the kinks so yeah. they're in great shape for Halloween. Yeah, kind of just a fun gag for the podcast, you yeah. know? So you might remember my costume was uh, a demon. Um, red skin, wings on the back, horns. And I was actually thinking of getting body modification surgery to have some of those things put in right. <clears throat> permanently. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I spent a couple weeks out and about with the demon costume on. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't get the surgery. <clears throat> I didn't like it. I, I, You know, I'd be out at a club trying to talk to a lady, and you'd think... Now, my understanding in pickup, you know, the pickup artist world is that you're supposed to stand out. Right. So you see these, these pickup artist guys. They're wearing a top hat or a purple coat or, you know, big giant boots or something. Yeah, cool stuff. So I thought, what would be a better way to attract attention at a club than giant demon wings and horns? <laughs> Turns out, no. Uh, people didn't go for it. They thought it was really? a, a creep. Uh, so the whole thing where I'm going to get you know demon reconstructive surgery, it's off, folks. Sorry. Sorry if you were looking forward to that. It's off. I didn't like it. Uh, I've got to feel sexy, and it wasn't making me feel sexy. So I've given up the costume. Mike, our little competition, you win. I'm not wearing the demon costume anymore. I'm wearing my normal clothes. Uh, you know, uh, my uh, Euro track suit. Uh, today plenty of chains with my chains so you win the competition i'm not dressing up like a demon anymore thank you and may i just say woo! it feels good to win uh and i am just laughing at you for being such a quitter i however stay true to my word and i'm still dressed up as the famous orphan slash street urchin from the insane mind of charles dickens of course i'm talking about all of a twist 
Govna, and I'm still dressed in my filthy overcoat. I've got my dirty rag scarf on, my top hat that has the, there's a, you know, hole cut in the top. I've got these yeah. mittens with the fingers cut out, and I'm just forever scuffling down. And you've been dressed like this for, back for the whole month. Yes, because uh, I'm committed, and I won, and I'm also trying to to accurately reproduce what life was like in Victorian London. And that means I'm not bathing uh, frequently at all, just like a street urchin wouldn't have. Uh, I'm not eating vitamins or getting enough calcium. I'm not eating any fruits, any vegetables. Um, my hands are probably crawling with bacteria. Hey, wait, what's bacteria? We don't, we, uh, it's not been discovered yet. Do you see? I'm so in character. Yeah, I mean, it, this wasn't part of the bet. You just had to dress up like the guy. You don't have to well, role play. I'm an extreme guy, and I do th- I don't do things in uh, half measures, as anyone who knows me uh, probably will tes- testify to. Um, but I have to admit that all of this Dickensian lifestyle I've been le- leading is starting to take a little toll on my health. Hmm. Um, as you can see, if you're looking at my skin, James, um, it looks like I've just come back from a trip to the tanning salon. Or I was going to say, or from you know Jamaica, somewhere I was sunbathing. <laughs> I have very bright red skin. Um, it's actually a rash that I have. And mm. if you rub your uh, hand on my face, sure, don't be shy. All rub, right, here we go. Rub it on my face. There, um, it feels very sandpapery, doesn't it? Very yeah. rough, rough skin. And you know, it's, it's very dry. I have uh, the folds of skin around my groin, armpits, elbows, knees, and neck are very deep red. Right yeah, yeah, I've noticed that? that. Yeah, my face is flushed. Um, it's very. I'm looking this up on WebMD, by the way. My face, uh, but except there's a pale ring around my mouth, as you can see. Yeah. And also, I'm going to stick my tongue out. Check this out. Uh, as you can see, my tongue is um, very red and bumpy, and it's covered with a uh, distasteful white coating. Uh, so all these things together, I'm not sure what's going on, but. You know, I'm not feeling 100%. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Mike. I've just looked those symptoms up on WebMD, and apparently that is the exact symptoms of scarlet fever. Oh, dear. No. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. That's not a good thing, Mike. Living this life this stupid way is giving you an old disease. Well, so part of me is concerned, of course, you know, don't want to die. But the other part of me thinks, good for you. No, it's all you, bad, Mike. You could die. No, it's good for me. I'm so dedicated to to my role that I have actually contracted an old-fashioned London disease. You have an eye, you have an eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, that's not a good thing. Like, this is not a good thing to be committed to. Well, um... You're really You're sick. just jealous, honey, and uh, uh, deal with it. Honey? I'm being sassy, like, deal with it, honey. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, I will, I guess after Halloween is all done and dusted, I guess I'll visit That's still like two doctor. weeks. You can't leave it two weeks. I'll, do, I'll leave it as long as I want. My Anyhow, God. it's nice to finally know what's going on with my body, because it does look like I'm, uh, you know, t- tanned. You look like, like you're dying, Thank which you. you are. Oh, come on. Okay, well... um. Hey, we want to mention that we have a Patreon uh, account. Breaking news, we have a Patreon. <laughs> and um, thank you so much to everyone who helps us out on it. And yes. if you'd like to help us out, yeah. what's, the, uh, what's the address? What you want to do is boot up your PC or your Mac. Don't even think about donating if you have a Mac. <laughs> I'm a PC guy. Don't you find right. PC guys are always intense like that? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm PC. 
I'm PC because I, uh, I, I custom designed my own uh, yeah you know, you know machine yeah uh, yeah PC guys go home. Remember the classic ad? I'm a Mac. I'm a PC. Right. Mac guy was uh, cool. Justin Long and the PC guy was some uptight freak. Oh, no, it was um, John Hodgman. John Hodgman, noted <laughs> conservative. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who do you think if they rebooted the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC uh, ad campaign these days? Who do you think would be who? Oh, great question. Uh, who's mm. a nerd who could play the? It was, who was the nerd? The PC. The, obviously, Mike. The PC was the uptight nerd. So the uptight nerd, I'm thinking maybe it would be Rudy wow. Giuliani. No, <laughs> so I'm a I'm a PC. Who? So then the Mac the Mac guy would be like Lizzo or Jagmeet Singh. Okay, Jagmeet Singh's a Mac. We're basically writing a this hour's twenty two <laughs> minutes sketch. Hey. It's my pleasure and honor to do well, so. Okay, well, let's say Lizzo is a Mac, and yeah, Rudy Giuliani is a PC. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Anyway, patreon.com slash landlordtenant is where we're getting at with all Thank of this. Thank you so much. We're so grateful. And yeah. uh, God, tell your friends. We, have, we really love our listeners. Tell your mama. We're going to boost it up a little, but we're doing good, and we yeah. really appreciate all you guys. Tell Thank your, you. Tell your daddy. Tell your sister and brother. What are you doing? You're making it sound like a perverted incest thing. No. Tell your daddy? What the hell is that? Tell your daddy about the <laughs> podcast. That's, we, 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 we make a TV ad. We spend all our money on a TV ad, and I let you have creative control, and it's just, tell your daddy about this one. I think it would be good. No, it wouldn't be good. The tongue's wagging. Anyway, um, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Um, so it's time for our segment right now, and now I want to talk this week about basketball. They're playing basketball. Oh, what's that? You don't know that song? It's from that. the 90s. I think it was En Vogue. Oh. They're playing basketball. I didn't know it. We love that basket. You don't know that song? I'm sorry. People, um, don't shoot. I guarantee yeah. you 99% of people listening right now are going, what? That's I, such a famous song. I didn't know it. I didn't oh know my it. God, Mike. The point is, I'm sure listeners are... They're picking up their jaws from the floor hearing a guy like me say he wants to talk about basketball. I'm not known to be a sports guy. No, you are not. I admit it, Your Honor. But here's why I want to talk about basketball. The Mm -hmm. NBA in particular has been in the news lately. Because they have found themselves in hot water with the People's Republic of China. Now, do you want to uh, explain why? Yes. The general manager of the Houston Rockets tweeted out a, a tweet in support of the Hong Kong protesters. And then the NBA didn't like that because they're doing a lot of business in China. So they kind of poo-pooed that. And LeBron James even was kind of like, no, 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 it's fine. So, you know, there's a bit of an issue right now with with the NBA in China. (laughs) So we're thinking, shit, China's probably pissed off at the NBA right now. Yeah. And we don't want that. No. So we wanted to have come up with ideas for how to... How did you frame it, Mike? You say it. We want to come up with some ideas for how the NBA can repair its relationship with the People's Republic of China. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is important to, to us. So so why don't you go first, Mike? All right. So um, off the top here, this is a... You know, hopefully the, the technology exists to make this happen. Mm-hmm. I would... <clears throat> I recommend that the NBA... Starts using basketballs that have facial recognition technology built into them. Why? This will help turn the basketball court 
into a surveillance zone. Mm. It'll make sure that all the coaches, players, and fans mm. are constantly being watched by the state security apparatus. Uh, you know, as long as you don't commit a crime, you have nothing to worry That's about. But if you do commit a crime... You're in trouble. Then they know what your face looks like. Also handy because, you know, if it's, if it's identifying these basketball players, these guys don't often stand out. No. In real life. So it's nice to kind of lock in. Okay, yeah. that's, you know, Gianna Santetokounmpo. That's Shaquille O'Neal. Absolutely. Yes. They just, you know, blend in otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Here's my uh, first tip. And that is, you guys might not know this, but a lot of times at NBA games, when they're trying to pump up the crowd, they will play a clip from the 1997 political thriller called Red Corner with Richard Gere. Right. Which is a movie about him traveling to China and <laughs> running into legal issues there because the system's so unjust. Right. Anyway, my tip, stop playing clips from that movie, NBA, during your games. Yeah. To pump everybody up because that's bu- probably bugging China. Yeah, it pumps the crowd up and it turns them against China. Yeah. So yeah. instead, when you want to pump up the crowd... Do one of these things like clap, 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 beep, beep, you know? Yeah. Don't show clips from this movie that criticizes China. Ugh. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Ugh. Good idea. Um, here's my second idea on how the NBA can uh, build, you know, repair, uh, mend fences with China. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find the right ah. uh, metaphor there. Yeah, yeah. And it is this. So, James, name for me, who is the top paid uh, NBA player right now in the league? I think it's Russell Westbrook. No longer. Here's my idea. I want the NBA to have a new top-paid player in the league. And that player's name? President Xi Jinping. That's right, baby. He's going to be on the court uh, shooting baskets and dribbling, and he's going to be the most highly paid uh, b-baller out there. Yep. That is a great idea. So would he be actually on the court playing? Yeah. He'd be there, you know. He might when, not be as athletic as as some of the players. I mean, okay. what is he? A, well, that's li- you uh, said that. If he hears that, well, uh, I'm just saying he doesn't seem like an athlete. But um, I'm not. Sure, I'm not here to pass judgment on his skills on the court. All I'm saying is it would be a nice gesture, mm. uh, you know, to try and uh, build rebuild trust with China to pay him as much as they can. And you know, if his schedule allows it, yes, he'll be at every game. If not, Cal. He, yeah, it's like Kyle Lowry. Kyle, Kyle Lowry uh, takes the ball down the court. He passes to Ping. Oh no, he falls over. The the president. Oh no, of the president of China. China has just fallen over. <laughs> um, very good. That'd be good. I'd love to see him. You know, he has a. They banned. Uh, people make fun of him in China, calling calling him Winnie the Pooh because apparently he looks really like the Pooh. So they took off the Chinese internet. Any mention of Winnie the Pooh is seen as subversive, so they removed, what? It, they removed it from the internet. That's crazy. What was his name again? Uh, Xi Jinping. Oh, good. I was worried I said the wrong name. No, no, no. You said the right name, and it, <clears throat> it was good. I'm impressed you, uh, you know that. Okay. Here's uh, my second tip for the NBA. Is, um, you know how uh, when someone dunks, dunks a ball? Absolutely. And the announcers will say, like, that was a slamma jamma, baby. Yes. Or something like that. Like, get that garbage out of here. Get that garbage out of here. <laughs> that kind of thing. <clears throat> so my idea is um, when a guy does a slam dunk, instead of saying something like, that's a slam or whatever, say <laughs> sort of uh, pro-Chinese political lingo. Like, uh, you know, okay. um, uh, down with the Dalai Lama. Right. You know what I mean? Antetokounmpo with a slam! Down with the Dalai Lama! Like that. 
Right, because they don't like the Dalai Lama. Yeah, or something against the uh, oppressed uh, Uyghur people or something right. like that. How know? do you think that Jack Armstrong uh, would, would say an anti-Uyghur slogan? Get those Uyghurs out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I can see it working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, be, it may happen. That may great. happen. Um, all right, so my third and final idea for the NBA for uh, how they can win back the love of China. No, come back, darling. <laughs> that, that, that sort of thing. <laughs> Is that um, the NBA strictly enforces with the players a one-child policy. So these guys can only have one baby ever. Just like um, the old policy in China, which I believe they don't, uh, hmm. they don't have anymore. That's a good but idea. But again, just a nice gesture. Yeah, just to just to yeah. show respect. Yeah. So the players, if you have a baby, you're getting your uh, you're getting a vasectomy. Wiener clipped. You're getting clipped. Okay. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, my last um, <clears throat> suggestion is uh, we all remember the movie that Kyrie Irving starred in, I think, last year called Uncle Drew. Yes. Where he was dressed up as an old man. Yeah. It was a comedy. My suggestion is we make an Uncle Drew too. And in okay. this movie, Uncle Drew builds a time machine. Maybe okay. there's a Back to the Future crossover. We get Christopher Lloyd in there, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Uncle Drew goes back to 1949, uh, China. Right. And in the movie, Uncle Drew welcomes Chairman Mao uh, as he marches into Beijing and takes over the country. That is going to break all box office records mm-hmm. if they if they can actually manage to get that movie off the ground. That mm-hmm. sounds wonderful. It's a great idea. It's a wow. really good idea. Now, would would Drew and Chairman the Chairman could uh, from what I understand could be a bit of a tricky fellow. Do you think that they get along? I I think it could be a fun buddy comedy. Right. You know, maybe a bit of a rush hour sort of thing going on absolutely <laughs> that's okay yeah. to say uh, well you know well, everyone it's the time machine it's it's sci-fi so yeah. <laughs> you know anyway yeah i think that's a good idea too so there you have it nba um we're going to email this segment to all the executives at the nba every player um and uh and go from there if you're listening yeah those were six ideas that can really get you out of hot water with china great okay well why don't we take a quick break and uh, come back with our guest And welcome back to the Pod Mess. Uh, and Mike, this is so exciting. We're here with a very special guest. Yes. Uh, our friend, Lori Elliott. Hello. Hi. Thanks so much for coming, Lori. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So we're excited to pod, but we're going to talk about some pretty gross things uh, off the top here because I guess in tribute uh, to Halloween, yes. we decided we'd start talking about some of our grossest and gooeyest uh, memories. Well, that's right. When we were sort of off off the air, we, we started talking about things that had really grossed us out. Oh. So I thought that's a perfect podcast topic. Yes. Yeah. Like gross. Thing. I'll get, I'll start off with a, with a story, which I told you guys just a moment ago, <laughs> but when I was, and listeners, uh, turn up the volume in your earbuds. Yeah. You're not going to want to miss this. Exactly. Story. Maybe take a bite of food. Oh yeah. Cause uh, you're going to spit it out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's my gross out story. Ready? Okay. Ready. When I was a kid, I mean, you, you, you guys, I just told you this, but yeah. when I was a kid, I was, uh, I, this is a trauma, traumatic memory burned in my brain. I had a board game that I wanted to play, and I found it in the basement, and I pulled the board game out, and I took off the lid, 
And then in the board game box, was it was just filled with earwigs. <laughs> and I think about it still once in a while. I'll throw you one more that I didn't tell you guys before. Okay. What, what was the board I, yeah, game? Yeah, that was my question. What now, board this game? makes it seem like I'm a loser and like I'm making this up, but I'm not. It was tiddlywinks. <laughs> I don't. I do remember that, but I don't know why I had that. Or it's every child's worst nightmare to open their yes. beloved box of tiddlywinks <laughs> and only find earwigs. That's exactly what it was. My it's God. a great game that earwigs love to play. <laughs> the other there's an. I have a similar ghost story that these both have are permanently etched in my brain. I was also a kid, and I went in the kitchen, and I thought I'm going to eat some raisins. Okay. okay, perfectly normal. Perfectly yes. normal. So I go in the cupboard, I pull out a little box of those uh, those sun-made raisins, a little box. And then I'm, I eat, I, I, you know, eat one raisin. Oh, that was good. Then I try to pull out a second raisin. And I'm like, huh? And all the raisins are stuck together. Oh. I think, that's weird. And then I turn this mound <laughs> of raisins around. There's a bunch of maggots on them. <laughs> And that's not a joke. They're eating your raisins? Yes, and I ate one. I ate one first before I saw the maggots. Why would maggots go on raisins? Aren't they? Don't they go on meat? Oh my God. That's like anyway, something out of an H.P. Lovecraft story. Yes, no yes. kidding. And, well, raisins, like inside raisins, that's the grape meat. Oh, my so, God. That's that true. Is. They are meat eaters, maybe. So you ate some maggots, probably? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, maybe. Oh, but God. I those two things, I will never. I don't think I'll ever get over those. Have you? Can I ask you this? Because mm. I've had a horrible. I thought I was eating raisins in raisin bran, mm. but it was raisins and bugs. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> I ate them. Oh. I ate them. I didn't know. I didn't continue. How did you figure out they were bugs? I looked down <laughs> after my second, dur- in, during my second bowl. Second bowl? Wait, so. Two bowls of bugs. Bugs just got in your raisin they bread? Were, they must like raisins. They, I don't know what it was exactly. Or bran. Maybe they were having some digestion issues and we're just like, <laughs> we know this is where we go. But it was an old, old haunted box <laughs> of raisin bran. <laughs> And I'm not, this is not, I'm not making this up for our Halloween talk. No, this no, no happened. one's accusing you. I was a yeah. kid, poured a bowl of raisin bran, yeah. then poured another bowl, and then, you know, decided oh, maybe I should take a break. <laughs> Look down, bugs. But what kind of bugs? They were, they were, I don't know, because I don't, I was a kid, so they weren't flies, they were oh, crawling God. bugs. Maybe they were cockroaches. Ooh. Oh my God. But we didn't, like... It's a long story. Wow. It's a long story of what happened, but we ended up having to clear out an apartment and decided the dry goods were fine. Oh, okay. So it was really old <laughs> was raisin old. bread. I don't so think we realized moved? how old it was. Oh, so God. that traveled from one home to a new yes. home? Yes. Wow. And then... Uh, <laughs> it was a bunch yeah. of bugs. And, but this is my question. I start... I, have you been able to eat raisins since, or are they on your no fly zone? Uh, yes, but I it, like, yes, but I couldn't for a long time. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hate raisins, and I am I avoiding them. a maggot or bug situation by not eating them. I don't eat raisins at all now. Like yeah. maybe by accident, I'll have one. Really? Or two, so that stayed with you? <laughs> that that ended raisins for me. Oh I eat grapes, God! Grapes are but, king. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they are. <laughs> So my God! I had, so can I, I tell a story now? Mm. You couldn't. First of all, 
it was a cultural phenomenon at the time. The California Raisins. No one Absolutely. is defending the California Raisins. Absolutely. I can't believe they that existed. But I here's the funny part, hopefully. Uh, my brother and I had California Raisins bed sheets and pillowcases. Wait, you and your brother? Day. We both had them. Mike got California Raisin bed sheets. I want yeah. them too. Well, but also, as a kid, I suffered from like... Chronic nosebleeds? Oh, my. Ooh. Not surprised. And so my California Raisins pillowcase was also covered in dry blood. <laughs> Ew. And then so you'd be like, oh, look, Mom, the raisins, uh, the raisin <laughs> juice. Bleeding. And she's like, Something no, happened. that's your blood. There's blood coming out of the saxophone. Um, but here, Ew. I have two other stories. Okay. So, okay. If I may share. And just yes. listeners, so you know. We're sitting in a totally dark room with just a, we're passing a flashlight yeah. around, yeah, yes. telling our stories. Yeah. Each yeah. story, flashlight under the chin. In the spring, I was eating uh, oatmeal with uh, strawberries in it, and I looked down, and in one slice of strawberry, there was a little green worm. Oh, that's okay. not that bad, Mike. So we, I took it out and kept eating the oatmeal. But the real gross story. All right, okay. Yes, I hope it's better nice than the last appetizer one. Appetizer. Yes. A- <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I was at a friend's house for lunch, and uh, my friend had like a baby brother, and uh, his dad was like, "Oh no, the baby." Uh, pooed his diaper i gotta go change the diaper do you want to see and as a joke i was like (laughs) yes show me the diaper and then a minute later he came back in and just opened an entire shitfield diaper and held it up and i was like oh jesus christ that's ruined the rest of my day (laughs) how old were you i was probably like in first grade (laughs) <laughs> and the guy's name who showed me the diaper I remember his name was Ivan Oh that's such oh, a thing Ivan, an Ivan would do shower. Ivan yeah. sounds like a guy who eats like sardines And uh, and shows his friends Pooey diapers I think he was wow. from the ball He was a Slovenian man or something So maybe I don't know Who knows what they do in that Sorry culture. was he an adult or a kid I missed that He was part. an adult Oh he oh, was a full adult God. Wow. <laughs> He was a bald Ew, man Mike what ha- well, He was bald Oh god <laughs> Wow, bald Ivan, weird with kids. Well, he was from the Balk, I think Slovenia or Serbia or something. So you know, you know what you're dealing with <laughs> in that situation. You just wow. never know what you're asking for, really, when That's it comes true. to show me this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny imagining Mike thinking he wasn't going to see that, and then seeing this disgusting. Thing. And yeah. Any other gross-out things, Lori, that come to mind? I uh, have one gross-out thing. <laughs> what a way to s- introduce you, too. I We're know, just getting right into this it. Our, this is our yuckiest episode guest. yet. <laughs> this is super gross, but true. So at, when I was a young child, <laughs> I, I was a diver, like a springboard diver Whoa. and a tower diver, not a scuba diver. Okay. Cool. And uh, I was, we were doing a practice. We were in Pittsburgh. Okay. Doesn't matter, but that's where we were. We were on the towers during practice. And what happens is you wait on the tower until your coach says, you're up. And then you go. So you don't land on a diver underneath you uh, on the other boards. And so, you know, when you dive into water, sometimes you blow air out your nose. Yes. Other things might come out. So my friend (laughs) 
had come up, uh, my friend Karen had come up the tower and she had obviously blown her nose and there was a gigantic mm, booger on her chin. And mm. it was like a, it was, it was big. Yeah. And immediately as a kid who's immature, I was all, ha ha ha, Karen, <laughs> you got a booger on your chin. And then I'm laughing and she just takes it from her chin and flicks it at me oh. and it goes right down my throat. Oh no, I'm That's gonna That's the bark. worst thing I've ever heard. That's the worst oh, thing God. I've ever heard in my life. I couldn't recover it either, which is probably for the best. Oh God. I'm so that sorry to tell you, but that's what happened. It is happened. crazy. Oh, yeah. Because I thought at first you were just going to say, oh, there's a booger on her, or, yeah. on her chin. <laughs> but and that no. takes it up to the most insane level I've ever heard. And it yeah. happened in... Pittsburgh of all places. It happened in Pittsburgh at a pool on a 10 meter tower. And then she knew exactly what she did because I was all ha ha ha. Oh no. And then she ran off the tower. I'm going to barf. That's so disgusting. I'm sorry. No, that was, Lori, this is what we're trying to, this is our gross out episode. This is. So far, you're winning. You're, <laughs> you have the grossest story. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. She felt really bad. She didn't mean to do that. It couldn't have happened if she tried. Yeah. But no. God, no. Could you that imagine? Was, you know, that was so that happened. That's I, amazing. This isn't a gross out are story, you, but I get grossed out by. <laughs> yeah, Mike's not okay right now. Are you, I know. Are you, I'm, some I'm good, people? I'm good. Some people like really get usually super grossed out by that. If I'm eating. I'm not bothered if people start talking about like poo or pee, and some people are like, "Don't, I'm eating," yeah. which is like no one's ever, no one's ever barfed because you're eating, and someone goes like poo. Yeah, I don't believe in it, but that that really got to me. I'm that, sorry. that booger story. No, the look on your, the look on no. your face, I was just, oh, I shouldn't have maybe said that. That's so. Mike's kryptonite booger stories. Anyone, if you see Mike on the street and you want to give him a hard time, booger. I'm just going to touch my chin now, which is where it was. <laughs> if I if I get mad at you, I'm going to be like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, sorry. You, no, story. I mean, you were saying a story. It's not really very good. I just get grossed out sharing sharing soft foods with people. <laughs> yeah, this isn't really a, yeah, like ice cream. Or yeah, like licking ice cream or yogurt that. or something. Absolutely. The yeah. idea of sharing that with someone makes me feel sick. Yeah. So that's not <laughs> no. a very good story, but it's just a little thing about me. <laughs> no, I understand that. What about toothbrushes? Like if Mike and... Mm, I mean, I think there's something to do with the cream. The cream uh, that cream. that gets me. Like if if, if I, Mike took a big slurp of ice cream and then handed it to me, I couldn't... I could not slurp that as well. It would Fair enough. make me feel disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's good to know. Though <laughs> these are good things to know. This is so. This is not so much gross as it's interesting. Okay, maybe. go on. Years ago, probably fifteen years ago, I had visited my grandmother in Montreal, who was a like a Czechoslovakian woman, and she uh, sent me back on the train, the five and a half hour train trip, with a big jug full of uh, freshly made goulash. <laughs> Really? <laughs> what is is goulash? Up the tra- it's like a stew. It's like <laughs> Eastern European, and it stunk Hungarian. Stunk up the train. So just like I, as a good grandson, I was like, sure, I'll take this vat of goo on the train, <laughs> and it stunk up the whole train. So that's not as much gross. So as people it is. are like, who's this weird Euro kid Here's with a stinky <laughs> soup? Who's this peasant? On the train? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had goulash. Me neither. It's like a brown goo stew with beef in it, I think. Oh, yum. Yeah. Well, What's the one with perfect. beets? That's borscht, isn't it? Oh, yeah, borscht. Borscht is, I like it. Yes. Yeah. 
Have or this is this good? But how, sorry, Halloween. you, you Halloween. go ahead. Goulash. Oh, for the Halloween. That's a good idea, Mike. That. Wow, that reminds me of those. You know those things where it's like you peel grapes and then you're supposed to feel like an eyeball yes. or yes. A yes. spaghetti. Yes. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. I oh. interrupted you. So no, no. Fun. And you know what? You didn't. I interrupted you, and now I forgot what ah, I was going to say. It, I, no, this is my oh. fault. No, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It wasn't going to be great anyway. Yes, it was. I had a uh, probably like 15 hour nosebleed three years ago. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You weren't kidding. Those I, were what's up cr- with your nose? Like big nosebleeds. I was big in the nosebleed scene for a long time uh, as a kid, <laughs> and then it stopped when I became a big, nice, strong man. But three years ago or so, I uh, maybe it was four years. I had gone out for breakfast with Aaron Eves. Okay, yes. friend of this a show, fine, mm-hmm. wonderful human, wonderful man. Yes. Well, and uh, <laughs> just we had had a lovely time, and then just as I waved goodbye. Uh, and I was gonna like go get my haircut. I like said goodbye, Aaron, and then suddenly my nose just started like gushing blood. Oh, like no. there was nothing had touched my nose. I wasn't hit or anything. It was gushing blood, and it just wouldn't stop. And I had like an old ratty Kleenex in my pocket, and I was trying to. I had to walk home, and it just wouldn't stop bleeding. And oh, I kept filling sink after sink with blood, and like went through like a few rolls of toilet paper, and it wouldn't stop bleeding. I was like, oh no, am I dying? And then I waited um, until around like 9 p.m. and it hadn't stopped bleeding all day. And I finally went to the hospital. That's a good call. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. After, eight, after yeah. eight hours of gushing blood, yeah. I decided to go. After and, a day shift? And I got there and they put like a medical, like uh, it looked like a clothespin on my nose to stop it bleeding. And, that, and so I had to sit in the emergency room for like five hours with this thing. And they asked me like three or four times if I was a heavy cocaine user, which I was not. What about when you were a boy, when you were getting them all the time? That's yeah. when I was deep into cocaine. No. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. I well, think it's just peasant genes have <laughs> we That's, <laughs> a, no that's interesting. So if you're a big cocaine guy. I guess it does a, a number on your oh, nose. Oh, yes. So in the middle of the night then, they finally saw me and uh, a doctor put some drops of this... Uh, Anti, like, some sort of thing that they give to people who have been shot to stop their blood, uh, stop it from uh, from bleeding. And that stopped it from bleeding, and wow. then I was good. Have you wow. guys seen Artie Lang's, <laughs> Artie Lang's nose? No. You haven't seen Artie Lang's nose? I've seen it. I, is that I've from cocaine? It, his nose is all realize. flat. Like, he doesn't have a bone in his nose. Uh-oh. Is that, I wonder if that's from cocaine. I think it might be. Man, that stuff, Wow. That's mm-hmm. bad news, that stuff. Speaking of nosebleeds, I actually, this isn't <laughs> yes. a gross story, but this is like me really like, probably like my first great joke. Okay, yes. Grade school. <clears throat> There's a kid in my class, Matt, who always had, um, you know, boogers, I guess, coming out of his nose. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Or, you know, <laughs> not to, I hate this word, but snot coming out of yeah. his nose, always. Okay. And it was just a thing, Matt, that's what Matt does. Yeah. He's got that coming out of his nose. Right. And then on Valentine's Day, okay, Uh-oh. he has this big nosebleed. Oh. And I go to my friends, hey, Matt made his snot red for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and it killed, and I've never looked back since. Wow. Probably my best joke of grade school. It is interesting. <laughs> did, you, like, did you just go home right after that? Yeah, I like, said it. I grabbed time. my bag. I'm like, see you. And I left. It was, <laughs> yeah. 
classic. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you get nosebleeds, Lori? Or were you um, all I, good in that department? I didn't get a lot, I, I have to say. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> the only one I can remember vividly is, you remember Dodgeball? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Yep. All played. Yep. Maybe we still do. Mm-hmm. I And those balls, those those gym balls, <laughs> not basketballs, but the, you know, oh, I yeah, got those, one mm-hmm. right to the face, like oh, connected, oh, no. boom, nosebleed immediately. Mm-hmm. But it was worth it because apparently it looked really funny. <laughs> <laughs> My gym teacher laughed at it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Another nosebleed. Always accidents <laughs> and somehow gym related. Do you remember? Well, I'm older than you guys, but did you have that physical fitness thing in gym class where you had to do a whole bunch of different things? Yeah, like Canada Fitness. Yeah. Participation or Something like that. And this was when I was in grade eight and our school had this dirt track in grade eight (laughs) behind it and we had to run laps around it. And when I ran, I looked at my feet for some reason. It made me, because the way I could see my feet going and the ground moving, it made me feel like I was going really fast. (laughs) So I just, I would just run and look at my feet and the dirt track was there and I'd get lost in daydreams. (laughs) And I guess about after eight laps, I had to do 12. I just heard this, Lori, look out. And then (laughs) I looked up and it ran into a pickup truck. (laughs) That had been on the track the whole time, but I'd somehow run around for eight laps. But this particular lap, I smashed right into it, and my gym teacher, Miss Wally, couldn't stop laughing. Like she couldn't stop laughing to not to even ask me if I was okay, and my nose was bleeding. And then I got the nickname Bumper for the rest of the year. That's funny. It sounds like you were kind of an athlete, Lori. It was a long time ago, wow. but not now. So diving, did you do other stuff? No, it was strictly diving, and it was wow. a lot of it. I did a lot of it. I was how high? What's the highest you dove? Ten meters. Ten meters. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I did it uh, a lot. Who was that Canadian diver? The Olympic diver. Who like bonked his head and then fell in the pool during the Olympics? Are you, you thinking of the Are you thinking HIV Greg positive guy? Maybe the, was it him? Greg Luganus bonked his head and <laughs> and uh, was HIV positive. A yeah, very oh, funny thing still. to bring up well, right? I on a podcast. Are you dressing up this year for Halloween? Do you dress up for Halloween? I cur- I, I actually don't dress up very often, even though I do love Halloween. <laughs> the last time I dressed up for Halloween, I saw James oh. at Scott Thompson's Halloween party. Oh, that's right. Okay. Were you at that party? I was not, but I want to hear how you were both dressed. <laughs> well... You go first. I was a magician, but it wasn't a very good costume. And you know, sometimes you get dressed and you're like, you know what? This is me kind of doing something fun here. And people are going to go, oh my God, that's great. But it wasn't really a good costume. And then no one really commented on it. And and, uh, then, you know, you feel bummed. Why was it? It just wasn't that great. I just wore a a wig and a and a blazer, and I was like, I'm like a magician. Do you have a cape or like a no, like a a, a magician stick? No, no. top hat with a no. I was kind of going for a Chris Angel vibe. People just saw you with a wig and a blazer, (laughs) and and you you wanted to be like, oh, of course, he's a magician. Yeah, pretty much. Right, check out that magician. Yeah. 
a wig and a blaze. I remember I was trying mm. while I when I was saying we were at the party, I was trying to remember because I felt bad because I couldn't remember what you were, but you might no mind problem. freaked me. Oh god. Yeah, you know what? I probably mind you probably freaked mind you. freaked me into forgetting. Yeah. Uh, That's see? funny because yeah, when Mike's like, What were you dressed as? And you looked at me like, uh, go ahead. I remember what <laughs> yeah. you say. <laughs> oh man. What were you, Lori? I actually don't I, remember. I was well, my costume. <laughs> was not very explanatory. <laughs> it was Stu and I. It was during Downton Abbey. Okay. Oh. And Stu, because he's a chef, he was Ms. Patmore, <laughs> and I was Daisy. So if you're a Downton fan, you would know exactly <laughs> what we're talking now, is about. Is Daisy the, uh, the eldest daughter who's kind of... Uh, no, she's Miss Patmore's no. sidekick. Okay. And uh, she's always trying to, you know, better herself. <laughs> and sometimes she just doesn't want to be in the kitchen. She wants to go yeah. out and learn other things. But Miss Patmore is just like, don't be daft. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Downton Abbey. Have you seen that, Mike? I've seen season one okay. of Downton Abbey. A taste. I watched it all in one weekend and never looked at it Never again. looked back. Yeah, I just yeah. went to the movie last weekend with my mom and dad. How, was, <laughs> how did it transfer to the silver screen? Really well. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's one of Why those, did they make a movie? And, and, and why five years after it finished? <laughs> why that, Is it too? the same characters? Everybody's the same. Weird. Well, and yeah. everybody's excited and what is it the the king and queen are coming to the house yep yep and there's an irish guy wants to kill them or something well there's that there's a you know well now i heard a review of the movie, yeah there's it's just a it's a it's a the, you can't finish the whole series uh you can't Stu put it quite nicely he said well they can't top that wow the king and queen coming to visit unless Alien. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, okay. Sequel. I'm is is down sequel. so Downton Abbey? Are they like just a rich family? They're a very very wealthy family. Okay, and then but <clears throat> their Abbey or whatever it's called, like their big house, which is gigantic. They own all the land, and so uh, they keep that community thriving. Okay, I guess. like and like a feudalism sort of thing. Like they're portrayed uh, as. Uh, very kind, uh, rich people. Yeah, ah, okay. yeah. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. Okay, because the guy own. who writes it, what's his name, Julian Fellows. Yeah, I, I guess I know a lot about. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, you know who writes. The are damn you show? Like, somehow like a hidden Downton underground guy, underground yeah. Abbey guy? Uh, well, he's Julian Fellows who writes the show. He's like a conservative peer, and he's like, those are his, yeah. His politics. So he's oh, like, I I did not know that. Yeah, so What's I'm a writing show like a part of the peerage, like they're landed gentry or something. Like he's from old. Oh, he's English old money, school money. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow, I did not know so that. So he's written a show portraying the ruling class as being very like empathetic and and like kind and. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> that is. I did not, I didn't, yeah, see, now well, I'm maybe learning. Maybe Mike's ruined the show for you now. Now I, now I feel conflicted. But <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll it, go it see happened. it, and we'll do a whole episode you reviewing should. it. Or maybe you'll go see it, and okay. just to give me a recap. Yes, that um, could be it. Laura, you were saying your husband, Stu, is yes. a cook. That yes. must be cool to be married to a cook. You probably eat it's pretty good excellent. food. He is an excellent chef. He loves doing what he does. He's one, he's one of those people who knew what he wanted to do since he was very young and just mm. went and did it. Wow. And now great. he does it. 
And um, he now is full time in the faculty at George Brown okay. College. Wow. And at one point was the uh, head of the butchery department. Mm. And I'm a vegetarian woman. Oh, oh my so God. That was interesting for a while. Sitcom he, alert. I know. Hello. Reminds <laughs> me of the, uh, the old nursery rhyme about Jack Spratt. <laughs> Jack Spratt could eat no. <laughs> Tofu his wife and his could wife eat could only, eat no yeah. meat. So is that how you feel? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does he bring home meat parts that that you say no, not in my house? No, no, it's not. It's <laughs> not in this fridge, buddy. <laughs> Put it down in the cellar. If this was a romantic comedy, though, maybe you have your fridge and he yes. has his fridge. Oh. And you draw a line in the kitchen. That's, oh, my God. You know that's what? a good idea. I think idea. we have a movie of the week happening. Yeah. <laughs> right Like now. a Hallmark movie. A Hallmark movie. Yes. So what, does he make, will he make you vegetarian dinners? Oh, yeah. He, lo- he, he eats tons of vegetarian food. Mind mm. you, like it's not, it, when he goes all out to cook, he cooks everything and he loves it and, mm. and is really into it. But a lot of the times, you know, he'll come home from work and be, let's just have some salad and a pizza or something. Mm, right. We don't have to go, go to bananas. But when he does want to make something special, he goes all out and he loves it. Wow. Yeah. Do you, you know I, sorry, go, go ahead, sorry, Michael. I'm just going to drop a fact. Can I drop yes. a fact? Drop a drop fact. Some, I need this some knowledge. Unusual for me to do, but uh, I read a thing about uh, the, the guy who created the Impossible Burger. It's like his life's mission to create a mm-hmm. uh, satisfying and tasty plant-based burger. In this article, it mentioned how if cows were a country, they would produce the third highest uh, carbon emissions in the world after America and China. Imagine that. about that? A whole country full of cows. Yes. Apparently, the methane, apparently it's from their burps. Wow. I thought it was their farts, which was way more... Up my, down my alley or out my butt or whatever. <laughs> At but. least it's fun because if it was farts ruining the world, we'd be like, "Well, it's, it's fun, but perhaps not." I have another good. gross out story to do with cows. Oh, just since we came all full circle here. Okay. I I um <laughs> when I was growing up, um you know it was sort of this like we had we had some farm animals. I grew up yeah. in the country, and they and then farmer for, James. Okay, okay. Michael. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> for a little bit, we had cows. Yeah. And I'd like feed the cows. <laughs> And uh, there, I, I don't mean to like. I'm not trying to be mean about cows. Are they're, you? Are you about to shit talk cows? I am. They're Uh-oh. they're really dumb, and I think that's because of okay. uh, at least as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's from like you know centuries of just breeding them to be dumb, big dumb guys. But they're really dumb, yeah. and I'd feed them, and they kind of look at me with these dead eyes, like, <laughs> like that's how the vibe I got from the cows. And uh, so I remember going up to a cow, and one cow's sort of looking at me. And again, I'm not trying to be mean because I love no. animals, but this cow's looking at me like, hmm. And <laughs> another cow's butt was by his head, and <laughs> the other cow lifts his tail and just diarrheas right on the other cow's head. <laughs> and the cow doesn't even move. He's just going, uh. He didn't even move out of the way. No. And I'm sure it's awful. Like these animals are probably bred to be really stupid. But it was. I was like, "Good God!" Did the cow hit you? Have you no shame? Cow? Yeah, yeah. Like, move your head when someone's having diarrhea on you. Did you wash the cow's head? No, I didn't wash the cow's head. I gave him some food and left. Imagine eating with diarrhea all over your head. This is what these cows do. I would never do that. I, I know. You were gonna say he lived in his tail and farted. 
it? No. <laughs> no, it's much worse. So you didn't tell that story when we were talking you're right, about gross. You're right. Sounds. It didn't come to mind until wow. this cow fact I'm telling you, after yeah. I leave and we all leave, we're gonna have so many more stories. Mm. We're gonna be like, oh shit, I forgot that one. But the, yeah. I, what I love about what I live about what you said, especially mm. was the fact that you said diarrhea, because I've always wondered. Because I've said diarrhea before, too. Yeah. Because it, is it a verb? Or is it a noun? I'm well, because yeah, you say verb. pooed. I pooed. Peed. Yeah. Diarrhea. Yeah. Diarrhea. Yeah. It's, I think it should be. So That's what little... I call a bag of cherries. A bag of cherries? A diarrhea of cherries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do cherries cause uh, tummy I trouble? I think anything when you eat a bag of it does. <laughs> that's, that's just according to me and my body. <laughs> so James, I just want to revisit this image of you mm. as a little, uh, a mere little farmhand. Yeah. Like a stable boy. Yeah, yeah. So was it like, were, were you dressed in like sort of um, like peasant's clothes? No, or like- Mike. But we're um, wearing a we had horses and uh, uh, cows. I grew up like on a sort of not a real farm, but there was farm animals. Whereabouts was this? I feel like you've told me this. North before. of Toronto, okay. around Orangeville, kind of. Area. Okay. Yeah. Did you have yeah. pigs as well? No, no, just those two. Just okay. just the cows and yeah. Can I drop another fact if you guys yes, don't mind? Please. Now this is not something I've personally experienced, but because we're talking about farm life and farming yeah. and farm all sorts life. of. Gross things, diarrhea, and, and um, everyone knows pigs have like a corkscrew shaped penis, right? I'm not. This is not breaking news. Does everyone, knows everyone know that? Well, most or people. Are you Let me tell you. Go on Mike's people. Google history. And, uh, Does everyone know? Um, not only do they have a corkscrew shaped penis, but when they and this is a little gross, but that's what this episode this is, is about. Yeah. Um, when they ejaculate, they ejaculate for. <laughs> I think I remember reading between three and nine minutes. <laughs> Seems like a long period of time to ejaculate. It is long. There's wow. You can really? listen to and a if few it's a, songs in that time. Yeah, and if it's coming out of a one stairway one, to heaven. Yeah. Or or yeah, off the new Tool album, one half a yes. song. I would love yes. to see a video. No, I don't want to, but it would be interesting if someone made a video of a pig ejaculating for the entire length of Stairway to Heaven, like you said. Yes. But also if it's And as we wind on down the road, <laughs> like that kind and of we wind down the road. <laughs> <laughs> close up the pig's eyes for a moment. Also, if the ejaculate is coming out of a corkscrew, oh. it might come out in a funny way, you know. Yes. Like, It'd be like um those like special fountains that like they have lighting effects to make it like um Yeah. Yeah. Like a Vegas show. Yes. Yeah. But but different. But not as wholesome. <laughs> Oh, we got that. really lucky biologically with our penis uh, yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. Cats have messed up penises. I didn't. I don't know yeah. anything about that. I believe they're barbed. I c- could be wrong Whoa. on this. We got to fact check this. But a lot of animals' penises are actually horrific. Whoa. I believe if it's not cats, some of them are barbed, so it's hard to get it out. And like they don't seem like it. What do I know? But it doesn't seem like the female animals of a lot of these species are like, ooh, yes. this is fun. A lot of times it seems like that's not good of, for them. Not really a Barry White type situation in the animal world. No, no. 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 Yeah, imagine Barry singing that song. He's not singing that song if he has a corkscrew-shaped penis. No. no. Just to be clear, if Barry White's estate is listening, we're not saying uh, Barry White had a corkscrew-shaped penis. We're saying nope. the opposite. Yeah, we're saying nope. it was straight Absolutely as an arrow. Not. Yeah. And he didn't ejaculate for nine, uh, nine minutes. Maybe he did. Nine not minutes. That's that, gross. That's a that is a fact I did not know. It's too too much time. 
Yeah. You can't tell me they're in the heights of ecstasy for that whole time. They must be for like tw- 10 seconds and then they're going, oh boy. They're just like, checking their watches. Maybe yeah. dribbles. Maybe it's not like a <laughs> strong stream. Maybe it's nine minutes of just like little like, yeah, dribbles of... Anyway, I, I, why are we talking? When about I was this a kid, so we had long. dogs, and I hated seeing their penises. I, we're getting this is sorry. Well, I guess this is the gross this out episode. Gross. But remember when the dog, Not the dog's minors. penis comes out of its thing, and it's this red thing, and you're yeah. like, oh, for the love put of God, back. put it put away. It back. That's just like Boots. nobody wants to see that. Yeah, no. I hate. No. You know, I'm shaming him. Get that red penis out of my eyes. Wow. And then there's a museum for them in uh, Iceland, apparently. Oh, dog penises? Not dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's a part of it. I've never been. Never been to Iceland, but there apparently it's a penis museum. Right. Okay. I don't That'd know. Be interesting. You know, okay, here's a fact. I've, I've, I, there was, this was a news story I looked up. The length of the average penis in the world... I'm going to say, I have to remember this, but I think it was 5.1 meters. <laughs> 5.1 inches. That's oh. according worldwide. Yeah. They did wow. a study. Worldwide. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Just uh, listeners out there, if you want to get the measuring tape out. Yeah. So this has turned from a gross out episode into a uh, health, uh, health, yeah. health, health and well being. And well being. <laughs> Absolutely. Perhaps even safety <laughs> yeah. could be involved here. Oh. Can I tell you something? Though? Please. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I was thinking of Halloween. Okay. And I remembered <laughs> when I went, okay, you know Eli Roth? Oh, yes. Saw. The Saw. Yes, no, Hostel, I think. He does a well, lot of well. horror okay. stuff. Yeah. And he in Las Vegas uh, on the strip at Planet Hollywood uh, had one of, had a haunted house. <laughs> thing but it was a haunted hotel and apparently it was disgusting and terrifying and everything (laughs) that you would expect Mm -hmm. at planet hollywood and but i went with another fellow comic christine von hagen okay when it was just about to shut down because it had done its run and they were on the day shift so there was no um there were no people to jump out (laughs) <laughs> they were it was very strange. So we got tickets to go and it was Christine and I and the and Christine had been to it before when it was in its glory and she said it's so scary, it's so messed up. But this was in the day, possibly a Tuesday, and uh we went there was one other couple and and then the guy's name who took us around was Boris. <laughs> I think it was his real name too, but he was all, I'm Boris. And then he took us around this hotel, but hotel thing. And, um, it was all scary and everything, but the people who are supposed to jump out at you and frighten you weren't working that day. And so he was doing it. <laughs> and what he'd do is he'd be like, Oh, and this is where they kept the, I don't know, the, the, the person, who they captured, da da da. Oh, I hear something. And then he'd say, Wait here until I call you in. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd go into another room and be like, Okay. And then we'd go in and he'd jump out of us. <laughs> oh my God. But he kept doing it. At one point, we went into like the kitchen where they chopped up the bodies and he's like, Oh, here's something. And then we're like, Okay, Boris is going to go away. And Boris would walk off. And then be like, okay, come in. And then he rolled out from under the table. 
Oh One man God. show. <laughs> That's and so the last funny. Thing was he hid in an electric chair with like a cloak thing over him, a blanket over him, and he was all, come in. And every time he'd just hear something, but he wouldn't say what he heard, come in. And then we all walked in and we just stared at him underneath the electric chair. Oh, he didn't like turn it on. So, he, like, kept being, so he kept being like, okay, now this room. Wait one second. Come in. Boo. Or like, <laughs> he kept saying uh, he heard something and was going to go and check and see if everything was clear. And at one point, I think he said he thought he heard a dog. <laughs> and how much were tickets for this? Probably like 30 bucks. Okay. <laughs> and was it just you two and him? It was just Christine and I and this other couple wow. and Boris. <laughs> and it was, I honestly think, probably way better than... If I had gone to the actual real thing, <laughs> yeah. it was just so funny That's and amazing. really funny. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that I've was seen, a long story. I've but. seen ads for like those kind of haunted houses, I think, where people are screaming because, you know, like they they really seem unhappy. I don't know why people go to those. Like like yeah. a haunted house where people really grab you and throw you down <laughs> yeah. and smush stuff on you and they scream and they're upset. I have an idea and, for a haunted house. Yes. Do you guys want to hear it? Yes. Sure. So you walk in and it looks like um, a barn and... There's some cows there. And then a boy comes in to feed one of the cows. <laughs> and the cow behind that cow who's going to eat has its butt to that cow. And <laughs> as you walk in, then the cow with the butt just diarrhea is all over the Oh, the that's hungry a good cow. Idea. Yeah, yes. that's scary. Yeah. That yeah. is very scary. Hey. With the right music and lighting, that could be yes. really creepy. Imagine David Lynch filming that diarrhea cow head thing. <laughs> like, that would be re- a totally different tone. <laughs> like, Roy Orbison music, and then just like diarrhea. in the guy's bedroom or something, there's a cow and two cows and one diarrhea is on it. He's like, "What the?" You know. So when I was a kid, I lived in Calgary, and by like by Halloween, it was full winter. By September, it was full winter. So it was like, oh, wow. incredibly cold, full of snow everywhere, and um. I would get so excited about Halloween every year that I would like make myself sick, so I never experienced Halloween in a healthy oh, no. way. So I would have like I would always have a fever, <laughs> that was, or something. But I insisted on going to school because I didn't want to miss out on the fun. So yeah. I would like dress up like it'd be a, a picture of a feverish child who's like dressed up in like camouflage with a fake gun to be like a soldier going to school. Uh, but a soldier who's very unwell, or like a Dracula who's like very pale and like throwing up. Oh no, sick Dracula! Sick Dracula! <laughs> and there was one Halloween where I was sick, and my parents were like, didn't want to let me go trick or treating because it was so cold. So we did the most depressing thing. We went to a shopping center where other like wiener kids who were too <laughs> fragile to go trick or treating. It was you would go store to store, and they'd give you like coupons. <laughs> 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 or like a bag of chips but the one i was the the trick or treat prize i won that it was the i loved the most was the radio shack gave out a battery of the month card so that every month you could go in as a kid <laughs> and get two batteries. Oh Whoa. my god! Yeah, that's a treat. Yeah, yeah. every kid's treat. dream. Yeah, yeah. Little Game Boys, you know, those <laughs> yeah. burn that, through batteries. Yeah, that's yeah. really funny. Yeah. I just—it's funny you mentioned batteries because I get very upset about how old I'm getting. <laughs> and today, the other day, I was thinking, I'm I'm not that age where I have a drawer of batteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do young people still I buy do. batteries? Do they? My dad has a drawer of batteries. Okay. Now I have a drawer of batteries. 
Because you still <laughs> Where do you weirdly... put the damn things, you know? I yeah, mean... you got to put them in a drawer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Remember the era of rechargeable batteries? No oh, one used yeah. them anymore. No. That was a thing. Like, this is going to save you money. Like, this is yeah. a thing. And then they, rechargeable like, batteries. They didn't really work, and then you hear, like, they keep exploding, and so people stopped using them. Yeah. 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 What was your brand? Like, I was, I, I, I was always a Duracell dude. And I'll say Duracell it. Du- double dude. D again. Du- uh, Duracell dude. I loved the 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 uh, bing bong bang. Yes. <laughs> loved that. Because it shuts right. It's I love like, that ad. Inside. I think and my it family looks were good. energizer like, people. No, uh, the bunny. We like the bunny, the bunny. And if you go back further, the Australian guy Jocko. Remember that guy? No. They had an Australian spokesman for really? energizer batteries. I think he had been like a rugby player or something. But <laughs> wow. he had like he was a big beefy guy with like a mohawk, like a picture of Holy a white Mister Trap. Sounds like. Dolph Lundgren oh or something. You're yeah. on the right track. And he, they had this jingle with Jocko. That went like, new energizer. It'll surprise you. <laughs> oh, wow. And that sold my family on Energizer. Someone should make a, a succession yeah. type show about the battery wars. I feel like the yeah. 80s, yeah. it was yeah. like MTV, Gorbachev, Berlin Wall, Coke and the and battery, Pepsi. and Coke and Pepsi, battery. and the battery wars. Yeah. Yeah. It was all about Energizer versus Duracell. Yeah. What side are you on? That's true. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that would yes do you think th- sometimes you go to the store and there's like cheap batteries i never yeah. get those i feel like they don't last really yeah. now this yeah. i only wow. get high end i got i buy name brand batteries too me too yeah the dollar store i guess does sell them but you know they're like they're not gonna last <laughs> well yeah i mean they're not probably do you, do you guys like dollar stores <laughs> 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 I'm not a huge fan. No, nah, I, I don't like them. No, mm. no I. Uh, and there's a not there's a new one opening up near my my neighborhood, and it's going to put the other one out. <laughs> oh no! Oh, so it's, it's a fifty cent be store. A dollar store yeah. battle. Last year, my neighborhood <clears throat> had two like Halloween pop up stores within oh. a, like a two minute distance of each other, oh, and wow. I was wondering how nasty the competition got. If they kept yeah. like lowering the price of fake blood or uh, yeah, you know, uh, throwing rocks through each other's windows or something, because it must be a tough, uh, tough business. It's got to be a tough biz because it's so seasonal and specific. Yeah. But then, yeah. where do you put all your stuff? Good well, that's point. The question. I right? wonder. Do you, will, we, will we start seeing other holiday pop-up stores? Easter. Imagine that a an classic. Easter pop-up store or a St. Patrick's Day yeah. pop-up store. Yeah. yeah. Or Lent. A Lent pop-up yeah. store. You know. Do you I, do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> I die. Some of my friends back when we were younger would be we're going to yeah we're going to take Get the day lit, off. Baby. Yeah, when, yeah. When I was in Halifax a few years ago, where it's basically St. Patrick's Day, three hundred and sixty-five days a year, <laughs> I happened to be there during a St. Patrick's Day, and people it was like all over the news. People lined up at bars at like six in the morning to be able to get in as soon as they open at like eight or whatever, and they had like a special license to serve booze. But it's like it's all—they're always celebrating Celtic culture out there. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing new. Mm. But St. Pat—that's mm. that's the big day. Well, you know yeah. what's kind of a bro thing to say about St. Patrick's Day? Yes, that's amateur amateur day. There you go. Because yep, those right. are people who only drink like yeah. once in a while. I drink yeah. green beer all the time. Not exactly. like these people. Yeah. Yes, that true. True story. Don't they dye the the Chicago River green? Yeah. Kind of thing. No, really. They do on St. Patrick's yeah. Day. I think that's a thing. I yeah, had no idea. Not great, but wow. yeah, they do. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. It's, I uh, went to McVeigh's one time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ended up with my friends 
first in line at McVeigh. McVe- oh, wow. And we got interviewed by the news. <laughs> and it was me and three of my friends and my friend's dad. <laughs> were you wearing like green doinger hats or like no uh, I was just like so it was just like early in the day yeah because everyone said McVeigh's is everybody's gonna goes to McVeigh's because it's you know an Irish bar and yep. and, a, and a, a classic Irish bar so we were all we gotta get there at like six in the morning <laughs> <laughs> we did like it's a Jonas Brothers concert oh my I god know. <laughs> But wow. yeah, the news came and everything. And my friend had called in sick, and she was all, "I called in sick." And then she went, "Can you not show this, please?" I'm very uh, nervous. So she shows up for work the next day, yeah. and like we have something to show you. Yeah, and it's the footage of her being excited Ooh. outside. The yeah, case. and she was still probably drunk. So she was just like, <laughs> I don't care. So I just finished reading. A, we're talking about Ireland. I got to talk about this. I finished reading a book about the. Uh, Spider-Man musical that you two wrote the music for. Remember the oh, it was a yes. big disaster. Yes, I heard it was an absolute. And early in the book, they talk about hearing the demos of the songs that uh, the Edge and Bono had written for the Spider-Man musical, and they have music, but they don't have lyrics. So the they're just listening to a song where Bono's just like scatting and making up words and stuff. <clears throat> and the Edge tells the author, he's like, "Oh, that's that's how we, that's how we work." Uh, he does a. When we don't have lyrics, he he just sings in his own language called Bongolese. <laughs> no, no. Bongolese. <laughs> so imagine that. Yeah. You, every U2 song started off just with Bongolese lyrics. Wow. Wow. Not they, Bonolese. Not Bongolese. Bono, Bongolese. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe he's playing the bongos. Maybe. That could be. Well, McConaughey. Maybe. McConaughey style. <laughs> he got arrested oh, playing right. bongos, yes. bongos nude. Matthew yes. McConaughey. He did. Recently? He got arrested some for some reason, and he was playing the bongos nude. I bet when they cuffed him, he didn't say his famous uh, famous catchphrase. No, you know what I'm thinking of, right? No. All right, all right, all right. Oh all yeah, all right, all right. He must have been. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Call my lawyer. Oh, Call no. my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bongolese. Bunga- That's wild. I want to hear that. I want. I want Bono to open for Cigaros. <laughs> a whole show of what? Yeah. Tonight yeah. we're celebrating a night of gibberish. Thank you for joining Tonight's us. Tonight's guest vocalist for Sigur Ross Bono. And he's like, wookie wookie boog Oh, we've we've covered so much ground today. We've covered. This has been so fun. Oh my god! Thank you so much for being on. Oh, thanks and we, you for know having what? me. You've heard of Christmas in July. I think we did St. Patrick's Day in October. <laughs> we did. Oh. Yes. Yeah, do we label this our Halloween gross out episode or our tribute to St. Patty? Oh episode? my god! <laughs> I think all of it. <clears throat> all of it. Do we have any final gross thoughts that we wanted to mention oh, before we man. leave? Boy, you know, oh Jerry boy. Springer used to have his final thought. Oh, uh, yes. that was yes. always thought-provoking. Um, God, uh, final gross-outs. I thought I sat in a uh, subway seat that someone had peed in last week. I couldn't <laughs> tell. Because yeah, they must make happen. that fabric to absorb all sorts of goops yeah. and, and mm. liquids. Yeah, if that pa- fabric could scream... <laughs> That'd be a great horror movie. Yes, from the point of view of a yeah, a subway seat. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, kidding. And then the yes, it got it's got to get exacted revenge. Any seat. Imagine being a computer chair. Oh god, of some gamer guy just tooting away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. I have. Many gross-out stories. I remember this is sort of a gross-out story, but in grade nine, 
you know, my couple of friends, we weren't really cool. <laughs> and my friend, I won't say his name just in case, but my good friend. Is this another Raisin story? No, no. But he, he was kind of a daredevil, this friend. You know, he'd do crazy yeah. stuff and like do daredevil stuff. There's one in every group. And, yep. and he, yeah. he kind of, I think, thought, we were at the cafeteria one day. I think he thought, if I do this thing, you know, he, he, he had like a, a Snapple bottle. And there was some Snapple in it. And then someone, he poured a bit of milk in it. And then some salt. And then a French fry. And then some ketchup. And people started crowding around us. Like, yeah. oh my God, this guy's mixing all this stuff. The mad and my, scientist. And my yeah. friend, because he's a daredevil and we were kind of not cool, he was like, yeah, I'm going to drink it. And I think in his mind, it's like, this is going to ingratiate me to this social structure. Like, I'm going to, I'm, this is going to yeah. get me friends. And I'm kind of watching this as his best friend. Like, oh boy. He's so gonna do it. people start crowding around. Cool kids, babes. Oh my God! No. Now there's mustard in it and mayonnaise and you know all sorts of weird stuff. And it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. More stuff being mixed in. More stuff oh, being mixed man. in. More and more people watching. So now my friend really has to do this. So we go out into the into the outside, <laughs> and everyone's watching. Like, look at this. And Brian. Oh, I'm not going to say his name just in case <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want me to. My friend drinks a big chug of this disgusting thing oh. and then i think he was hoping the reaction would be like wahoo this is a cool guy but instead it was just like ew fucking gross and, and people just left did he bark oh, no. no but he sort of did it and it didn't result did his eyes water did he yeah. get sweaty <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine he felt great. No, but then, ah, uh, to think. And then thinking, oh, this is going to be our ticket to the big yes. time. And uh, mm. it wasn't. It oh. wasn't. Man. <laughs> you thought there'd be like a guy when the, like, the crowd would clear and be like, hello, young man, I'm a Hollywood agent. I'd like yeah. to talk to you. Or even yeah. just like, I'm in OAC and that was pretty cool. Want to come to a party? Right. There, yes. Would yes. you like to enjoy my girlfriend? Here's your big <laughs> case of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is crazy too. This is actually really insane. But that friend, when we were a few years later, when we started driving, because we're in the country, you know, you're yeah. driving around on these dirt roads. One day, we're driving in the car. This is how big a daredevil this guy is, okay? We're driving in the car. He doesn't say a word. He lowers the car window. I'm not kidding. He just climbs out the car window and goes on the roof. As he's driving? No, as someone else oh. is driving. <laughs> and we're like, oh my God. And he, then this became his thing. Holy and he'd cow. Do it. And I was always like, oh, I don't know, man. And he'd do it. And then one time, <laughs> he fell off. How and fast were you going? Fast. Now but that he, so, in the cafeteria yeah, oh. would have probably garnered so get, the results. So he falls off the roof, <laughs> rolls behind us. We're like, oh, my God. Wow. Then he immediately hops up, runs to the car, playing it cool. Oh, shit. That was crazy. No, nah, well, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. So then we get to school, and he's like, yeah, shit, that was wild. And then he pulls up his shirt. Ow, I think I scratched myself. He pulls up the side of his shirt. The whole side of his back is like blood. Not blood, but like he really badly hurt himself, and he didn't know for like 20 minutes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Even now saying that, I can't believe uh, he did that, but he did. That he was that trying to do like bold. the Teen Wolf thing, where in Teen Wolf, <laughs> Michael J. Fox is like on top of his, uh, Styles' his van, like playing yeah. the guitar. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what he was doing. Wow. Anyway. Wow. I feel bad. I hope he doesn't know. I hope, I don't mm. think he listens. But he's I'm a great guy. I'm actually quite impressed by... He's cool. This, this, guy's, <laughs> this guy's got my respect. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. cool. 
Yeah, he he let, he thinks outside the box. He really knows. <laughs> he thinks outside, outside the car. The car. Yeah. <laughs> outside the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's oh pretty man. Wow. Well, um, is there anything, Lori, um, you wanted to mention, or I just no. I want to say thanks a lot. I had oh my a great God. time. Thank you so much this, for coming on. Thanks I mean, for joining this us. It's been really fun. You guys Lori is a very excellent. funny comedian. If you ever see her, and she writes on a bunch of shows and. Is on shows. She's got some very gross booger stories. I got booger stories. <laughs> yep. That's not even well. That yeah, I got others, but damn, that's, that's for the another top. time. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, though. This is great. Well, thank you so this much for really coming. Fun. Thanks, Lori. Mike. Thank you. I guess. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Oh boy. <laughs>